the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz and today I'm finally joined, uh, it's taken a while, by Claire and Lauren from Barrington James who have very kindly came up all the way from uh, my old neck of the woods, Sussex. <laughs> so thank you guys for coming in. Thanks no for having us. No so, um, as I was saying, where, where I always like to start um, is how uh, the both of you got into recruitment. So, whoever wants to start and, and share that story, well, let's kick it uh, off there. Lauren's looking at me, so I think <laughs> I'll start. Um, so, I originally didn't actually think about recruitment. I finished uni in 2016, did a journalism degree, and was absolutely desperate to get into marketing. Okay, Shock. cool. Yeah, um, and then decided to do that initially. Did that for about six months, purely because I actually got rejected from a recruitment company. And I was, <laughs> I was, I was a little bit hurt inside back in June 2016. So, about three months into that role, I just decided that it wasn't for me, wasn't working out. Um, but I was, funnily enough, connected with one of the directors from Barrington James on LinkedIn. So, I messaged him uh, and just said, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a job. Really don't like my job at the moment. Can yeah. you help? Had a call with him and then that's it. I kind of fell, fell into recruitment. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Lauren? Very different uh, story from my side. <laughs> I, um, Stalker. <laughs> yeah, literally. I stalked my way into Barrington Love James. Um, so I worked in a sixth form in Devon. Yeah. Um, this is where I'm from. Originally, and I was working like a work experience position, coordination and uh, careers advice as well. Yeah. It was great, I loved it, but there was no money in it and not much progression. Sure. So I kind of started looking into where else I could take that role. Obviously, there's bugger all going on in Devon, so I thought, like, oh, I need to get out of Devon first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Started looking into recruitment, obviously spoke to you, spoke to Sean, yeah, yeah. spoke to loads of other people on LinkedIn who were kind of like, yep, this is what it's like, this is the industry. Mm. Um, LinkedIn was great, but I wasn't really getting too much traction in terms of actual positions that I wanted to go yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to go through the whole applications on Indeed and job boards. Yes, I was kind of bullet. wanting to do it a bit more originally. Then ended up on Twitter one night scrolling mm. through and uh, found this quite out there Twitter page like all about what recruitment's actually like the sales floor the banter yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know people getting sacked and fired for these funny reasons and I was like oh this is wicked like <laughs> yeah. this is what I want to do yeah, so yeah, yeah. sent a message to this anonymous Twitter page I was like it's probably run by some like dodgy 21 year old <laughs> don't feel anything like just message him like oh where do you work it sounds really cool um, had a little conversation and then that was it I was like let's connect on LinkedIn and the guy wouldn't wouldn't give me his LinkedIn I was like Great. Um, and then I got a message from Claire a couple of days later, like, oh, hey, I, I hear you've been talking to our director on Twitter. And I was like, oh, shit. Crap. And then uh, Claire called me. And then, that. yeah, that was it. And yeah, then I moved up. And her message was very sassy. Um, <laughs> I, I messaged her. I was like, very professional. Hi, Lauren. It's Claire from Barrington James. Hello. How did you get my LinkedIn? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was very like, sassy. She was like, who is this? And I thought, all right, sassy, tick. <laughs> and then the rest I is Lauren says, yeah. I guess, I guess from um, your your point of view it's like Devon is it worth a message like because I guess oh that much do you know what I mean because like yeah. location yeah, 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 is like especially where you guys are based mm. it's like like Devon is it even worth messaging yeah but yeah because I've been looking at like, London as well that would yeah. be my main focus mm. and then obviously I was like I don't know where Hawley is like this is ridiculous social hub of the world <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I guess then um, to uncover a bit of that then I'd love to get what um, what did you think LinkedIn was when you were first on it because like I only got in LinkedIn before I got into recruitment, but I went on there because I wanted a new job. I thought that's mm. all it was for, right? And then I had a few messages. It was, they were quite shit messages, which I ended up sending when I was a recruiter. This is how <laughs> it is. But um, was that your same thought of like, I want a new job, so like, mm. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn? Or was you using it before? Um, I used it when I was at uni. Oh, okay, fair enough. 
Yes, do you get so encouraged to make a LinkedIn at uni? It depends what course you do because okay. when I, where I did journalism, they basically encouraged us to network to try and get work experience there because go, okay. the industry is so hard to get into unless you've done basically unpaid yeah, work that makes experience. Sense, yeah. So I did that, and I also used to do freelance writing, and that's how I would generate my business when I was at uni. Love that. So LinkedIn, I didn't actually know how to use it properly until I started doing actual recruitment. recruitment but before yeah, that, yeah. I just used it to find clients. Yeah, so I yeah. use it a lot because yeah. I was obviously being that person to show students yeah. LinkedIn and like. Get get the hell on LinkedIn like you need so to so you were encouraging stuff. people to get on yeah, yeah yeah massively yeah, yeah. and that's obviously there was quite a big network that I had to create because mm. there was nobody in Devon that I could actually go and speak mm. to I had to do it all through LinkedIn yeah yeah so I use it quite a lot um and obviously there are so many recruiters on yeah. LinkedIn so yeah. did was, you know though someone commented on my post so it came up the other day on the um on the on an episode the one I shared today was that um, only 5% of LinkedIn members yeah, are Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's mad. And then someone... No. someone yeah. Honestly, and then someone... <laughs> what? Someone, someone commented on the post saying, um, actually, it's only 0.8%. No. And I was like, send me a link to... I was trying to find this stat because someone told me, and my colleague used it in a meeting the other day, I was like... Is that right? Is that right? Like you said, it so confidently. Is is that right? And she's like, "Yeah, it's right." I don't and, believe it. Uh, I know you don't. You wouldn't, but I think it's genuine. I mean, mm. the girl that spoke about it, she's actually from 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 our way, but she um, did like LinkedIn courses, etc. And, and LinkedIn said it at the source 5%. in their offices. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a. A solid source, but oh my God. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You wouldn't think that. No, you but then really again, there are so that. many people. But then we're in our own well. little bubble of just recruiters, right? So we just see recruiters <laughs> all day. Um, but um, so, what what was both your perception of recruitment then? Like, if you did obviously you didn't know you wanted to get into it, you maybe had a bit more of an interest. But what did you think recruitment involved? <clears throat> oh. I'm going to sound really ignorant. I had no idea. I yeah, took such a gamble. The, the reason why I got into recruitment was because of the company, not because of yeah, the, the actual job. Know, right? And also, uh, I just heard you could get really rich from yeah, it. So, you had, so that's what the only perception, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, money. No, I, heard, I heard money and um, a few of my other mates from uni, a couple of guys, they're still working in IT recruitment in London. Um, they started maybe three or four months before me. Yeah, yeah. And they were just earning cash. And I thought, <laughs> how are these guys paying see, off their loans? Saw it on Instagram. Oh. And I actually saw... Um, on uh, a girl's Instagram that I used to go to uni with that she started at Barrington James oh, and on really? her first day they sent her donuts when when she got relocated out to the New York office I thought yeah. I want to work for a company that sends you food on your first day <laughs> no that sounds awful yeah, but yeah, my, no, my perception that. it wasn't um, anything necessarily bad so it was about the highs right yeah it was just about the money and I thought mm. okay wicked yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and earn some money what about you, um, so I had a mate who worked for NHS recruitment uh, and he had worked his way up and up and up and yeah. started doing really really well in it um i'd had a couple of conversations with him um and yeah it was very similar it was for me it was more like what can i do with the job that i've already had yeah, yeah. where's the next logical step that's going to give me great money and yeah. loads of progression mm. so i kind of heard that but again for me the thing that actually pushed me to get in contact with you guys was the culture yeah like yeah. i had spoken to people on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah yeah but that was the thing i was like yes this is wicked this is the kind mm. of working mm. environment i want so how do you so again that that's why I started this podcast really because we're because and then the first twelve months uh, they were fucking hard like the first twelve mm. months I did oh, all right I, know. I did a, <laughs> <laughs> I did all right but like it, it, obviously they're really difficult but obviously when you try and get some context you meet people and you, you obviously you just see that right the cash mm. the, the the good things you don't mm. you don't um, hear about spending um, all day on read and all these just hard things that you need to do yeah, right yeah yeah so I guess how do you now sell it to potential hires right because you're, you're both internal so mm-hmm. how do you now give people a perception of recruitment like how how do you sell it to people 
just brutally honest. Yeah. Um, the way that I always say it is if you sugarcoat it to a candidate and they come in on their first day and they realise it's not what it's all cracked mm. up to be, then you've not done your job as an internal recruiter. 100%. It's your job to tell them the best case scenario, but it's also your job to tell them, you know what, if everyone could make 100 grand a year, for example, then everyone would be doing it. Mm. This is what makes someone successful and this is what it takes. It takes long hours, it takes grit, it takes resilience, it takes competitive nature. Yeah. Um, you need to invest so much time into it cut out a social life for your first few months I'm mm. sure we can all agree mm. yeah. Um, yeah, not not to make it sound all doom and gloom but that is what makes people successful and I think the way that we always sell it is just very honest yeah, very yeah. honest what about you Lauren I think it's important to, to yeah to find out people's motivations because yeah. for us at the moment we don't just hire into the 360 recruitment team mm. we hire researchers we hire into our team which is more internal branding we have resource roles and they all require slightly different traits and, and skills yeah, sure, sure. i think for us we are really able to kind of work with a very very wide range of candidates aren't we day to day um you've got to have those key skills you know, you've got to be able to show resilience you've got to be willing to put in the hard work and i think that's the main thing mm. you speak to candidates they're like yeah i'm gonna work so hard i'm willing mm. to do everything do the prep that we give them before they start so certain books that we'll tell them to mm. read but then they'll turn up on the first day and they haven't done any of it or yeah, they yeah, are the yeah. ones leaving at you know, quarter to six in the evening. Mm. And it's like, that's what we look for. We want those people who really show to us, maybe through what they've done so far, that they're going to match what we can give yeah. them. I think, I mean, look, if you, if you, if you don't have that, that resilience, just, mm. just that, you've got no chance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you will get rejected so much, it's a joke. Like, you have, this it is really hard to deal with. And like, that was mm. one of the first things that, I found difficult. I was I was quite a confident person. I could deal with it, but fucking hell, you get rejected a lot. <laughs> yeah. You get rejected every day. A lot. Every day. Funnily enough, I was having a conversation with someone about this. In recruitment, every day you fail. <laughs> I know yeah. that. Yeah. No, that's right. That's but right. every single day you fail at something. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound depressing, but then the, the next day you get a little bit better, yeah. a little bit better. You, you still get knocked down. Yeah. yeah. I think with the whole hard work thing, and I know obviously people say millennials and that they want it easy and all this, but. The thing is, for me, my, my personal opinion is like, not, nothing in life comes easy. Like, Mm-mm. I don't know. And if it, you may think that you want an easy life or you want things easier, but when you actually get that life, I guarantee you that it's not going to be good enough. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? I, I really believe that. And I think, um, as I'm sure you guys will agree, when you've worked your absolute socks off to gain something or to achieve something, it feels 10 times better yeah. um, as opposed to just being laid back. Yeah, might have, might not. Wh- whatever it is, not putting in hard work, it's just not going to feel as good. Mm. So how so how long have you been? Um, nine, months. nine months. Nearly 12 months, right? Mm. You've been how long? Two months. Uh, two months? <laughs> two years. <laughs> two years, one month. Cool, cool. So how how were, uh, obviously, the, the first 12 months then uh, for, for the both of you, was it difficult? Uh, yeah. Well, first... <laughs> I, I never lie about this. Some people That's are like, cool. oh, yeah, recruitment, sunshine and rainbows. They're lying if they yeah. say that to you. Yeah, they're definitely um, lying. I'd say my first six months were the hardest. Okay. Um, what did you find hard? Because I came out of uni and I thought I knew everything. Yeah, Be- yeah. Being completely honest, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think when you're in a uni bubble and you come out as a graduate, they tell you you're going to get an amazing salary straight away. You're going to go yeah. to a manager. They basically sell you dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it was a massive wake-up call coming in and not being good. Because mm. I think school uni doesn't prepare you because 
I was always very lucky. I was quite cheeky in school, but still always got really yeah, top I grades. Saying, I didn't, I didn't really have to work not, hard. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have to work hard. Saying, I didn't really I have saying. to try. I just kind of glided through a lot of things. Even in uni, when I struggled with with my dissertation, yeah, I knew yeah. that I'd come out on top. Yeah, as awful as that sounds, and I came into the real world and it knocked me down. I was like, oh my god, I'm really bad. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even leave a voicemail that's on my real, first day. That's I was just so, real life. That's, you need I was that. so bad. Yeah, yeah. and in my first six months, it was just continuous knockbacks, knockbacks. But then slowly, it started to click for me, and I said the same. Lauren when she joined my team I said one day you're going to have that eureka moment and you're going to leave a voicemail and it's going to be great (laughs) no I'm joking but um, yeah first six months for me were the hardest Um, who kept you to keep plan free then because that's the exact exact same thing so I I sent that to my director who built till I was left he was pretty much mental Mm. for me and that's what he said to me. Keep doing that. Keep doing what you're doing, yeah. Hisham. If I was doing the wrong things, he'd give me advice, constructive feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I was doing the right activities, he'd go, "Look, Hisham, keep doing it. Trust me, mm. it will pay off." Yeah. And there, is, there generally is that moment, or there's a few weeks where you're like, "Fuck, it's happening." <laughs> yeah. And do you know what I mean? Things just start. The commission's going, coming. Yeah, I'm convinced. The commission's <laughs> coming. Things just start going your way, mm. and it's like. I've worked my ass off for this, but if you keep, do- you got to just keep doing the right actions, right? Mm-hmm. So, how did you did you get any advice through those first six months? Those not yeah, much. What, yeah, what was yeah, being yeah. communicated to you? Um, I think the good thing about our business is the fact that uh, the people that have come in and progressed up to senior level have all pretty much started at trainee level. Yeah. So you could relate to a lot of people. I there. think that's always the best way, isn't yeah. it? Because yeah. I think instantly they have that credibility because they've done it's what respect, you've done. It? It's, it's that respect, respect thing. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm just stubborn, and I just wanted to make it work. Yeah, I was just yeah, so yeah. determined. So you, I thought you had that mindset. if I quit now, they're just going to look at me and think, "Oh, that's the girl that did six months and yeah. was really yeah. rubbish at the job." <laughs> and I just thought I need to prove it to myself and also because I really loved the company yeah, yeah, being yeah. completely honest I loved the culture well was what attracted Lauren to the business yeah, yeah. as well and I thought I really love the social side so I need to actually make sure I'm a really good recruiter so I can keep my job yeah, and yeah, yeah. do really well here but mm. um, yeah really I was supported by people from day one um, because I worked hard yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I mean it's, if you're showing the right actions right yeah, if, exactly. if someone takes the yeah. time to go Led Claire try example. this or do this and then they see you just twiddling your fingers or not trying mm-hmm. then why are they going to give you that time why are they going to invest more time with you right yeah exactly what about you then Lauren? What, what mine's you quite different out? actually my first nine months my first three months went really well didn't really they? I had I joined you mean? It, <laughs> I joined <laughs> Well, I joined at a really good time because a lot of graduates were starting to look, sixth formers were starting to oh, look. Nice. So I had a great first couple of months. Mm. Um, very quickly, Claire was like, right, we're doing really well. So there you go, run your own desk, kind of do your own thing. Yeah, nice. So in June, I started running my own desk completely. Love and that. that was hard for me because yeah. suddenly I was doing all my second calls, booking my own interviews, everything myself. And I was mm. like, oh shit, this is like, I'm not doing as well as I was at the start. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I was like, like Lauren, this is normal. It's going to happen. Um, So I had a really, yeah, June was an interesting month for me, but it was a massive reality check because I was like, right, I need to know, like, I know where I need to improve now. Um, My best month was October. So I had six months after June. I was like, right, this is what I need to improve on. July wasn't a great month for me, Mm. but I was like, right, okay, I know what I need to do now and what I need to be improving on. Then Mm. October... Just passed probation, so hit all the points that I needed to six months in to pass probation. I had like five 
starters for deals in the month and it was just insane it was so good my yeah, commission was beautiful <laughs> like bought myself so much stuff and yeah I had those six months where it's like I know the ups and the downs now like I've had yeah. a great time and I've had a crap time and yeah, I know yeah. how to kind of find the balance and, mm. and take it moving forward mm. so what, what, what was that um, moment for you then Claire the Eureka moment was that was do, do you remember it or was it like right okay this, okay, this is working now <laughs> was there, is there anything that I do remember it um, <laughs> I do remember Fair. it. It's because um, okay, so six months in, I was I was qualifying a candidate, and yeah. I was I was actually being coached at the time. And I got off the phone, and the person that was coaching me was like, "Why are you a different person when you're on the phone? You sound like a robot." Because I'm I'm really? really animated. I mean, yeah. I can see you videoing this now, but <laughs> I'm, I'm really animated. Like to crack so, you're trying to be really professional. I was trying to be ever so mm. corporate, oh. and that's just not me at all. Yeah, yeah. And he noticed straight away. He was like, "Why don't you just try a little bit more on the next call, just just to be yourself and, and crack a joke with the candidate?" And I did, and I booked an interview, and I was like, nailed it. <laughs> there we go, there we done. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, for me, in my head, was the was the eureka moment. I think um, in recruitment, again, sometimes people try to overcomplicate it. 100%. And I think that is what I was trying to do on every single call. I was trying to be the corporate person. I, I wasn't being Barrington James. I wasn't yeah, being yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, and then once I realised that I didn't have to be like that... I mean, I'm here, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> think, well. Yeah. I think, um, I know everyone says it, and it's, it's basic, but people buy from people, and I yeah. think that, I think what you're talking about there also relates to, which I'll get your thoughts on, but again, that, that comes down to, like, content as well, and I think mm-hmm. when I when I started creating content and managed to persuade my director to get in front of the camera, that was the, f- the first initial thing, was like, fuck, like, how are our clients going to view us? And, like, you, you try and have this stiff back in, in recruitment, and but at the end of the day, when you're in the client meetings, when you're on the phone, you're not like that. I'm not yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do, exactly. do you know what I mean? You're, you're not like that. And um, I think when you have that moment right, what that means is that that's actually sustainable. Mm-hmm. Those first six months, you can continue to do that for the next six months because it's not you, so it's not sustainable, right, mm-hmm. to continue to try and... Um, Pull this professional facade. But, with us as well. I am professional. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like you have people come back. We've had candidates in the past. Actually, a guy who's re- quite recently joined us. He's smashing it. Yeah. He was in contact with me back in like May or June when yeah, I yeah, first yeah. joined. We talked about a role wasn't right for him, but we had a wicked conversation. Got on so so well, and he emailed me back in September, mm. like. I want to come back. Like, I yeah, love yeah. you guys. This position I'm in is not working out. And a new role had just opened up that was perfect for perfect. him. Oh, I love and it's because... That, yeah, oh my God, so, so did she. I, <laughs> yeah. oh, I just came back one. from annual leave. I was like, yes, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of on the first think, day working think, the role. Um, look, I think in recruitment, what I learned was you have to have a long-term mindset. Like, yeah. you, you, you have to. If, if at those early days, you can have that more of, fuck it, I'll send a CV there, or I'll do this, mm. I'll do that. And that's mm. more of... That, that short-term mindset and that's when you can end up making those poor decisions but yeah, yeah. if you're thinking I'm building relationships for the long term absolutely um, if it's not right now that's okay let's mm. stay in touch with this person or whatever mm. then what that's more than likely to happen and yeah. and then what tends to happen with those um, type of people is it just tends to be the easiest placement in your life mm. it's like why the fuck can't every placement was, be yeah. like this yeah. Yeah. do you know <laughs> what I mean it's just it. super <laughs> smooth and, and all that mm. um, but I guess if you if the if the both of you were to, to go back to the sort of maybe first month or whatever, would you, and, and communicate to yourself, would, would you say anything to, or do anything differently, do you think? Uh, I like to live my life with no regrets, but I'm going to answer this question logically. Um, I would go back to myself and say, Claire, just ask for help. Nice. I like um, that. That's, the, re- that's really important. Yeah, and, and the reason why I say that is because I'm very, very stubborn, and again, came out of uni 
thought I was yeah, really yeah, entitled yeah. and I didn't want to ask for help, which actually stunted my own progression. It was one of the main yeah, things yeah, I yeah. said to Lauren when she joined. I was like, if you don't, don't be scared to ask, don't be scared to ask questions, even if really it's really, advice. really stupid. Um, but that's one bit of advice I'd give myself. But I don't think I would change anything because mm. I think that shaped what my career is yeah, now. No, I think what you so, said is yeah. bang on. I think that's, that's really helpful for anyone who's starting out early yeah. on, especially in the type of salespeople we are, right? We, we think we know it all, we, whatever it is. Oh, awful, do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, that, there, there's, that ego, <laughs> so there's that ego part of us, right? Where we're like, oh God, I have to ask that person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's quicker actually have humility and I think the best recruiters continue to have that humility and open humble. to learning from others, humble, mm. etc. Um, what about you, Lauren? Would you say anything or do anything slightly differently? Or? Yeah, ironically, I would <laughs> tell myself to be more savage because I came into this would role... Would you mean by that? I love it. Because I came from, obviously, like, working with students okay. and helping them in a sixth form and it's all sweet and lovely. And, and I came in... with a halo when yeah, she Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally. And so, then, you look, so you found the good in people all the time? Yeah, yeah. And I was I bringing like these that. candidates to Claire and I'm like, oh my God, this person's oh, brilliant. yeah, they talk about like, their family, they're raising a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm telling them the whole life story, and Claire's like, she probably oh, thought I was awful. Oh, I remember she no, was. my my colleagues were like that. My old colleagues were exactly like that, and they've been doing it for like five plus years, and they go, "He's him." Nah, yeah, 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 literally. Eyes, she was like, this yeah. person is amazing. And I was like, Lauren, no. <laughs> she was never going to work. They're, they're going to be the next top biller. I was like, Lauren, they live an hour and a half away. It's never going to work. <laughs> no, she was like, they'll gonna... fly to the <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I get that. Yeah, I get so that. just be more cutthroat and have more of the requirements that I need. If mm. you don't match them, you're not right for us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. have more of that approach because it would have saved you me so much time. You get better at that. You do get better at that with time and experience. So, um... To wrap that sort of bit up then, what... <laughs> sorry, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> sorry, those cuts are so small. Um, what, so you mentioned traits earlier, but now you've been there for nine months, two years, right? So number of... That you would have helped a number of people get into Brands and James, right? So what, what have been the key traits that have really been um, successful for uh, BJ that you've seen consistently that if they have this, this and this, then they have a very good chance of being successful? Ooh. So what... What particular traits stand out to you guys that you've seen um, that have, have done consistently I'm not going to give away every trait that we look for because then that will give away our <laughs> interview process. Um, I think, well, I had a discussion with this with someone a few weeks ago. Um, the classic ones, being tenacious, but being able to demonstrate that. We've also noticed that people who come from some kind of leadership background, and I don't mean someone who's been a manager, but someone who's done like sports coaching or someone who has maybe had to maybe work with people that are slightly younger or has had to lead in some way, whether that is in university or mm. whether that is in a previous sales role. So having a bit more accountability, right? Yeah, and, and the reason why yeah. I say that is because if you have led people previously but even if that is in school or in a sports team you understand how difficult it is sometimes to manage people yeah, yeah, yeah. so when you come in you're probably going to be a little bit more coachable but again the classic stuff competitive nature and to fit in with our culture as well mm. um, we're not afraid of who we are you know we like yeah. to buy nice things we like to go out enjoy ourselves yeah. and you need to be able to embrace that as a candidate so that's what I would say without yeah. giving away too yeah, much yeah, no worries, no worries. my one is literally if I get on the phone with someone they make me laugh we have a great conversation and I'd be like yeah I'd definitely go for a drink this, yeah. this person outside I'd go for a drink this person that works down. I literally have it on a post-it note on my really? computer. Would, like, would I go for a drink with this person? Do they have I really, I really like that. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what um, what's been as internal recruiters? Then how, how you have your own challenges, right? Mm. So, what what's been most challenging for you guys then as internal recruiters? Because 
a lot a lot of people so I come from an agency background and obviously the context I got of internal sometimes they've been absolute pain in the ass from mm-hmm. the client side right because they have different clients and they have an internal recruiter mm-hmm. they'd sometimes make it difficult um, a lot of people would make the assumption that um, internal recruiters have failed agency recruiters obviously you guys didn't have any agency experience yeah. right so you went straight into it but what what challenges do internal recruiters face like because it obviously it has its own challenges so what what do you guys find difficult as a, an internal team what personally or personally just, yeah just um, personally and what you what you may yeah I don't know just personally it's cool. what do I find difficult about the job I'm going to think about that Lauren <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about that I Lauren. think for me the biggest challenge that we have particularly for our business and our location is getting the word out there okay being like right how can we show to people over a phone call exactly what we're like what we're looking for um, because getting that buy-in can be quite challenging for people who don't know us or don't know yeah, recruitment yeah, yeah. So, you know, over the course of this call, that's how it happens. You speak mm. to people, you find out you want to, you know, mm-hmm. think what they're like as a person, what they're wanting. Um, but that can be quite an initial challenge. Um, I think another challenge for us internal kind of leads on from that, which is a big push that we're having at the moment, is building our social media, our branding, yeah. getting ourselves out there as a company. Um, and actually managing the time to do those things because you know we still Difficult. work to kpis we yeah, still have yeah, targets yeah. we're still as challenged on those as much as any other recruiter in the office um but we are also trying to do so much more that we're that doesn't affect our desk mm. specifically you know mm. it's all these things how we're going to grow the business yeah, yeah, how we're going to grow the brand so it's ba- balancing those things and trying to really make sure we're <clears throat> growing everything in the mm. right way mm. as opposed to just our desk I've had a think. No, yeah. yeah. Um, Mine is something personally that we've spoken about as a team. And it is, as an internal recruiter, um, the way that we run it at Barrington James is, again, still KPI driven. We we get commission on people that we bring into the business. And the most difficult thing for me when I first started out is I'm very money hungry. And sometimes you, well, all the time you have to separate yourself from the commission and look at it from a business perspective because mm. you could have a candidate at a final stage interview and you've got that gut feeling that they're really not going to be right but in the back of your head you're thinking oh that could buy me, <laughs> that could buy me oh, a nice bag yeah, or like yeah, yeah, I could yeah. go on a weekend you've away already, you've already spent the commission yeah exactly yeah. and that is a battle that you have to consistently yeah, overcome um, because you have to be a little bit selfless sometimes and think you know what 100%. it could be right for my back pocket and for my targets but it's not right for the business so that I would no, say no, is, I really is, like is the that. biggest struggle I really like yeah. that and I think um Look, the best recruiters have have the best reputation, right? And they'll yeah. they'll make those selfless decisions. And, it's and hard. It, it, it's hard, yeah, hundred percent. But I think um, they're they're the people that will um, build good relationships, build a community because they they will do the right thing. Mm. Um, but it's difficult, definitely. That's a challenge. But that brings me on then. I mean, look, you guys, um, I think you guys are quite good on, on social media or have started anyway from what Thank I've seen. You. I think the, the company page is, is really cool, demonstrates uh, what you guys are about. Obviously, you guys started a podcast recently, which goes in line with what you're talking about, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So why did you start that then? Is that in time, time with that challenge that you were talking about or was there any other reason why did you start that? Because I'm sure a lot of people in 2019 are going to be thinking about it. <laughs> well, I hope not stealing our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, we actually went to a conference uh, mid-November, which is where we saw you yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and people were talking about podcasts and also everyone everyone knew you from yeah. your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we thought, yeah, yeah. We thought, we you know what? This. I'm fuming. Yeah. I, 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 I want a piece of this. So, yeah, we, we started it out and... Um, yeah, it's, it's it going gone? well so far. Yeah, it is going mm. well so far. It's made me realise a how quickly I talk and b how much I say um and c. You how haven't much... seen it. You haven't said it once. I don't oh, think. don't say that. <laughs> I actually, and I'm always one of those people. I hate the sound of my own. Yeah, voice. I used to hate it bad. 
You'll get over it. I don't hate it anymore. You'll get over it. You're, I actually, I actually quite like it now. It's been 23 years. <laughs> it's been 23 years. No, I, know, I know what you mean. I, I, I was really bad for that as well. Yeah. But I think, look, the fact you started is great, and I yeah. think. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that that just goes in line with, with that challenge, and I think mm. that that was one of the main reasons why um, I started creating content when I was in recruitment. So basically, I just I spent the time on my, the end of the first year thinking the biggest problem I had was getting hold of people, and obviously, if you think about when you get hold of people, obviously you're relying on that one-on-one conversation to sell the culture and, mm. and get people to buy into you and, and the business, right? Um, obviously, you can only get hold of a certain amount of people, and you can only slide into people's DMs a certain amount of times <laughs> in a day, right? So that that and obviously, in with your, if you were to look at your competitors right now, um, I'm sure a lot of them would be doing pretty crappy stuff, right? And, and that's what I spent time on. And a lot of my competitors were just talking about jobs, job, 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 mm. job, jobs all the time. I'm missing the trick here. Like, if I could just talk about what I talk about on the phone all day why would that not work and, yeah. and that's what just led me on this whole journey and it will have a massive impact and I'm, have you seen an impact so far then with your with your podcast mm. yeah yeah especially from a candidate experience perspective even when it comes to like interview prep and a candidate yeah. says oh um i've just listened to your podcast we automatically know that that's got more buy-in yeah they're more engaged right mm. exactly and 100%. that took what half an hour for us to record mm. it all of five minutes to drop it into soundcloud and post it exactly. out but it's maybe got someone a little bit further into our that's the thing people have actually said to us i've never heard of a recruitment consultancy doing podcasts that's and this I mean. one girl was like oh we were interviewing her for ir she was like i've listened to the podcast it gave me a really really good insight to how you guys work mm. what you're what you're looking to do with the company moving forwards and it was just brilliant for us because we're like yes you know this is having an impact i had 100%. a girl come in for a final because she'd listened to the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. i've seen them on linkedin i think i think the big thing what i realized was um like it gives you something else to talk about do you know what i mean mm. like because you'll spend all day talking about uh, bj why it's good great to work there but when you create content it just it just arms you with something else to talk about and and that's super powerful mm. like i remember ringing up clients saying oh did you see my video what do you think etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's not talking about jobs it's not talking about their pain points and again it's it just equips you with that and, and that is powerful and i think if you're not already it sounds like you are but yeah as an internal recruiter 100% that should be a hoop that they need mm. to jump through and look listen to this podcast the reason we create it is to help people like you make the right decision etc mm. um, pull it at the end of your email signature latest yeah, episode yeah. do all that um, and, and it will have an impact and you're definitely right from an internal perspective from what I've learned being at Hoxo they've got to be engaged and mm. if they do those jump through those certain hoops they're they're hopefully going to be a better hire potentially. Exactly. Um, it's more personable as well, I think. It's, yeah. We have, our social media is very active and we want people to be a fly on the wall and see into our business, but actually doing the podcasts gives people a little bit more of an insight into yeah, us and how we bones, work. Yeah, exactly, which mm. is great. So um, what's, been, what's been the most successful um, thing for you guys to, to get people to, to BJ? Because I think that's, people always <laughs> looking for that secret way of getting candidates or whatever right so so what's been what's worked for you guys the secret mm. oh successful method or just something that's worked what's for been very the well most successful year? route to market to get candidates for your business mm. there obviously isn't one then no <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm trying to think of this quite logically uh i think it's two things and i think they go hand in hand go social media and referrals okay mm. 
100% so the more that you do on social media with people that are already in your business the more referrals they're going to help bring yep. you to get to, to has come it, into has the it been LinkedIn has it been Facebook has it been Instagram Facebook, Twitter Instagram Facebook and Instagram Facebook and Instagram Instagram has been great Facebook's been wicked for us yeah. recently Facebook really yeah. yeah really good I don't know why I thought it was like the dinosaur of social media I was doing some research it's still the biggest social media platform mm. out of all of them yeah. there and Instagram is the baby 100%. Um, but yeah Instagram and Facebook just purely because as you were just saying mm. whilst we're on the phone pitching to people those things are just running in the background exactly. and generating Ooh. candidates for us in that way um, and again it helps uh, when we want to get more referrals into the business just get a consultant to put up a post or invite their friends to like our page mm. again yeah. it's stuff that can just be crackling away in the yeah, background yeah, yeah. getting candidates in uh, so yeah I'd say a synergy between those two in, in my eyes how do you how do you encourage like how do you reward referrals because like you just see the same shit don't you like does it actually work because like I remember we used to say our referral thing was like yeah if you refer a candidate you'll get 150 quid's worth of vouchers whatever but like do you do anything differently with that or is um, it we don't do vouchers and we pay the consultants more money basically <laughs> so just more money in cash yeah and we also, cash but, it works for recruiters again yeah, yeah money works for recruiters um, and again I think we're very very uh, lucky as a business we're all really close anyway and people want to help us out that's what I mean I think team. if we've got buy into the actual vision of the business where it's going they exactly. want to yeah, help yeah, yeah. Right? exactly Which 100% um, cool. So I guess where um, <clears throat> quick one actually because I know people always want to hear about this. But what, what's the training like for? Because you get a lot of people that don't have recruitment experience, yeah. right? So what does training look like with you guys? And, and what yeah, what what works and what's been important for training? Yeah. So when it comes down to training, without doing the whole pitch on the training <laughs> scheme, yeah. um, I think Lauren will, will agree it's very much so tailored to the individual. Nice. We have a training scheme that is a blend of. Um, in desk, uh, in desk, on desk yeah. um, training as well, and then in classroom. Okay. But the good thing is that you know, depending on what team you go into, it's very much tailored to your own development. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, so sure. we're not going to just chuck you into a training session that has absolutely no relevance to the stage that you're at in your career. Yeah, that's yeah. like me going into um, training for someone that's been here six months. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just make sure that it's tailored to you. Okay, basically. nice. Do you do any training on? So it's life sciences you do, right? Yeah. Do you do any training on the sector? Yeah, it's training on everything. So it's, really? it's, it's not just how to pick up the phone and how to yeah. do. Because I think that's it's important. That's what yeah. I've learned through this. Like the sector is just as important because that that can give you a good head start mm. if you actually have a really good grounding of the sector yeah, and the yeah. people that you're speaking to. I think that puts a lot of, a lot of people off. Initially, I have the first conversations, and they're like, oh, "I don't know anything about life science and pharmaceuticals." I'm like, "It's fine, you know. We don't expect people to do that. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. teach you that in, on, on the job." Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just I just had to learn. I mean, uh, uh, the best way is speaking to candidates, but to have some good grounding on mm. the actual just basics. Yeah. Just makes you not feel like as much as a wally when you're, exactly. you're calling yeah, yeah. And, people. And also, I think it would make us look very silly as a business if our main candidate pool were junior people and we were giving them no training because you're setting them up to fail. Oh, yeah. And, and that's your rep- that's the business's reputation at the end mm-hmm. of the day, isn't it? And that, that's super important. Exactly. Um, so I guess um always interested to, to ask um this question. Where... where, where d- how have you seen recruitment change over the sort of in 2018 if you think it has in your two years or like where do you see it going where, where do you, what do you think is going to be more important in 2019 etc from your perspective from my perspective I mean the way that we're looking to recruit is obviously very I think internal will always differ from agency but yeah, I yeah. think 
online is just so important. Yeah. I think company branding is where it's at. That is what brings young people into companies and even experienced people as well. I don't 100%. want to pigeonhole. Um, so I think 2019, in my eyes, is the year of like social media, digital, yeah. cool content. Do you think people actually get it? Because obviously you, you two, I don't know. Like I guess I hope they get it, but but the right candidates that get it will be right for our business. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm in just like other recruitment businesses. Like I don't know, like will they actually finally will the penny drop? Like will they get it? Because normally they might just hire more people like you, right, who are just happy to smash the phones. Yeah. That might still work. Yeah. Well, the, the, the phones will never die. Yeah. I don't think no, no, will no, die. it's got to be both. Absolutely. It's got to be both. A great blend of the two is the way forward. I don't think we'll ever move to a complete, like, artificial intelligence where oh, it's no. robots recruiting, mm. all that kind of stuff. No. Um, I'd be able it's... to automate and, and do, like, maybe um, go through CVs and, and just, just, like, more admin stuff. Mm. Um which will make your life easier so you can focus on actually having conversations yeah, and exactly. creating content maybe or whatever but yeah. what about you Lauren obviously you've been in the industry for mm. nine months is there any any particular changes that have interested you or um, that you think will be important in 2019 or I think for young people particularly our target market it's about having a really approachable uh, online platform yeah, yeah. so things like chatbots on websites uh, having initial messages on LinkedIn or WhatsApp all those types of things mm. that mean that by the time the candidate gets on the phone to you they feel comfortable, they feel at ease, they, feel they like already you. feel exactly that. They yeah, already feel yeah. like they know you and you break that wall very, very quickly. Mm. So I think that is really important and something that needs to be pushed in recruitment mm. because I remember being terrified when I had my first conversation Sorry. with Claire. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd seen the website after we spoke on LinkedIn, but I was like, oh my God, this is, I was like shaking before yeah, the call. Yeah. Like, oh. but I forget what that feels <laughs> like. I'm so sorry. We're so... We're so not used to seeing it from the candidate side yeah. anymore because yeah, yeah, we yeah. forget said, yeah, it's nerve wracking for these people so it's about building that up at the start so they already feel like because mm. our second call we were getting them on, along like house what, on fire yeah we were yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, what, what would your advice be to because um, I know a lot of people that um, early on in their recruitment career um, listen to this because obviously you you get people and then hopefully they stay in the business right mm. so what 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 and I'm, I'm sure you build a good relationship with them so what, what advice do you give to people in their maybe first 12 months as a recruiter um, that helps them stick it out or get through the tough times or whatever what what do you find yourself saying some of the same things to to new hires or um, I'm trying to think about what I said to you when you first joined it was very much so you're gonna you're gonna get to a point in your first few months where you're mm. gonna want to quit yeah and I don't think that will change on whatever company you go to no, it's normal. and I've said it to so many of like my new starters yeah. I said be prepared to go home after your first week and sit there and think what have I just signed myself up for <laughs> love that because that's that. exactly what I felt like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got home on my second day my mum was like how was it and I was like yep yeah. <laughs> I was like great really no good. way to go back absolutely <laughs> loving it yeah. um, but again uh, we said it to a girl that, that recently joined she was in her first week and she was like oh my god like what is going on really yeah and I said to her I said come back to me in a week's time she came back she was like just booked in my first BD call she was buzzing so excited Um, my best advice to anyone is just trust the process trust what people are saying to you um, ask questions um, and just know that you're not going to like it from from day one you're not going to come in and be like I love it because especially if you've never done it before so you just need to trust the process that's what I'd say from my experience anyway yeah yeah I like that Um, mine would be just do the work just do it yeah Yeah. literally come in my, the best thing I did for the first probably probably six months was I'd be in the office at like 20 past seven in the morning. I'd still mm. be there at seven o'clock every evening. Mm. And yes, like I had no life outside of work at all. Thankfully, I had a good social life in work. <laughs> um, but I, 
I learned so much just by doing more, like researching outside of work, yeah. putting the Being extra hours committed. in, getting Absolutely. on the phone earlier. Because it meant I was <clears throat> essentially speeding up my process far quicker than someone who's getting in at like quarter to eight and yeah, leaving yeah. at six o'clock. You mentioned you mentioned you're not going to like the job, right? Do you, mm. Is there a job out there that you love all of it? No. I don't think there is. I thought um, horse riding and I hate mucking out stables. So <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I love my job. Yeah, there's mm. obviously... So, I mean, you know what? I just don't like the admin side yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get on the phone and yeah. talk to people when it comes to the actual admin. I, I, I just think, think it's interesting I don't like, but I, I think if I sat and didn't like my job, then I would definitely not do it. Yeah, I think... The reason I ask that is because I think, particularly in recruitment, right? It, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, I hate it, but... And I always used to say this to candidates, but you got, you got, I think you got aim to lo- love ninety percent of your job. Mm. There's always going to be that ten percent. That's which, what you work on, though, isn't it? Yeah, do you know, there's always be that ten percent which on. you just don't like. Do, do you know what I mean? And I, I just think, don't like the admin side. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Everything else, yeah, love it. I, I used love to be it. quite bad at that. And I don't like candidates dropping out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that good question around that then. How how do you deal with things like that? Just get you over two. it. Yeah. How do you get over it though? Oh my god, you just have to get over. It. I remember uh, when I first joined, when a candidate dropped out, I was like, "Whoa, it is me." I was so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I invested. went home and I thought about it. What could I have done better? Yeah, and also yeah. to be that's, reflective. That's the right question to ask. Yeah, you need to be reflective. Mm. Yes. Um, it's always your fault. It's yeah, always your that. fault. For had me, to take accountability. Had a yeah, candidate yeah, yeah. drop out today. Whose fault is it? Mine. It isn't the candidate's. Love it was something that. that I mucked up in in the process. But you just you have to get over it. I think. Look, I think in recruitment that that's if you if you get to that point earlier mm. it's very emotional recruitment you're dealing mm. with people you're dealing with their stories you don't think they let you down they will let you down they let you and down exactly and I think I think the best way to deal with it in my experience is to be fully accountable yeah. and to point at yourself because it's, it's always even in like life right it's very easy to be a victim and you can say this happened because that person did this to me or whatever a lot and more so in recruitment the you will grow a lot quicker if you blame yourself because mm. um, it's very easy to blame the client or blame yeah. the candidate, right? But mm. it's, it's down to you as a recruiter. Absolutely. Um, wicked. So I guess, look, before um, we uh, wrap this up, what, uh, what are you guys excited about at BJ? When's your next podcast coming out? Uh, well, we have some stuff in the pipeline. It's going to be stuff in, in the, the new pipe. year. Okay. In the new year, we've got some plans that, that we're going to do. We're not going to rush anything. Cool, what cool. am I excited about? I'm just really excited for what this year is going to bring for myself personally as well. Like mm. having a team, getting more involved new with, car. with yeah, new car, <laughs> new car. I knew this was going to come. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, gone. And. Yeah, for me, it's just, for, for myself personally, it's having a team, it's getting to that next level for myself personally, from the company's perspective, just seeing the growth that we've had um, in terms mm. of our culture, um, yeah. in terms of our social media presence, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I think year three in recruitment is where it's going to pop off for me. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. 100%. Year one is like slogging it through, try, yeah, trying to build yeah. it up. Year, year two, two, year two has been a development year. year for me, growing a team, learning a lot about myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but year three, lots of money lots of good times and yeah growing the business even more that's what I'm excited for really Love excited that. for well, that you know, what are you excited about uh, I'm excited about just developing in the business I think yeah there's honestly the last nine months have gone so quickly really? and it's been a whirlwind like it's just been yeah. mad and I'm actually looking forward to going into next year with having actually an idea of like what I'm doing in my job mm. and being more established and feeling confident in what I can do moving forwards mm. um, and making the most of all of our incentives got directors lunches high rollers to qualify oh, for oh, so. love it. shameless plug love, love it, it. Love that. Um, cool so a question I always ask people on the show mm-hmm. um, whoever wants to go first just oh, speak out so you can you can say a sentence you can say a word 
Oh, it's going to be an inspirational quote. So I can't <laughs> do that. No, 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 that's not. So basically, if you could, if you could, commu- could communicate to every single recruiter, they'd listen to Claire, they'd listen to Lauren, they'd implement your advice tomorrow. What would you say? Oh, <laughs> what springs to mind? Can be a sentence, can be a phrase, word. Take on board all of the constructive criticism and feedback you get. Mm. I remember for me, it was like just do it. Someone tells you to do something, take it on board and just do it. Love it. Yeah. Um, what like like a piece of advice? Well, like, well, what? Yeah, what would you say? If you're not on the phone, you're not going to make any money. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. simple. Really? Yeah. So you've got to be having conversations. Don't be an email recruiter. Don't be an email recruiter. Oh, I used to hate, hate, hate email, email recruiters. Email recruit. like, I'm sorry. If, if you're listening to this and you're an email recruiter, just get on the phone. <laughs> just get on the phone. Do you know what I found about my competitors <laughs> were email recruiters as well? Dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, but also, they'd always charge less. Like, they'd always, so like, they'd always be willing to, like, drop mm. down their rates because they're, they're I don't know, there's probably lazy. less. Lazy. Yeah, lazy. a bit lazy or whatever, but... They're, they're probably just not as committed and yeah. like, people like that who are just happy to um, prepare a candidate by just emailing how them how do you do that? I, it's met, that used to, like, they're, not, real, yeah, they're yeah. not a real recruiter I don't no, care I, agree, I don't I agree. care I used to always say that like that is an absolute joke but and then when I used to speak to clients and they'd say oh we use this agency they, they like charge 5% less and that's mm. why like mm. that's what you get paid that's what you pay for right yeah. um, but no I love it it's been a pleasure thanks for coming <laughs> Thank up guys and um, thanks for your time cheers